You're listening to the FBI Click Residency. Allow me to reintroduce myself from out. Bringing you exclusive shows from Australia's best crews. This month, Heaps Decent are in control. This is the FBI Click Residency. Welcome to week three of the Heaps Decent Takeover on FBI Click. Today, introducing the facilitator, Stu Turner, a.k.a. Setmo, a.k.a. Steve Aoki, a.k.a. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Stu. What up, Boz? So, when did you first start working at Heaps Decent? Uh, That's a pretty good question. It would be like... Man, you probably remember better than I do. Like four years ago? Mate, I'm going to throw out 2012. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah? Yeah. Around there. It was kind of a gradual, gradual kind of, I started helping out at home base a little bit and then did a couple trips out to the juvies and came to Wilcania with you and then it was like, I'm doing this now. Yeah, then you're pretty much doing everything. Yeah. Um, how, how did we find you? It was I just believe through us, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was through you and KLP. Yeah. yeah. You both mentioned stuff. I think it was it was in a DJ booth for sure, somewhere. <laughs> Every um, decent meeting happened in the DJ booth. Yeah, fully. Um No, I'm I'm sure it was I think it was even cargo. Like, come down, check it out. I'd been mucking around with production, you were like, this would be a good opportunity for you, meet some people, be fun. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, because I think I knew we both knew you did production, so we needed more producers. Mm. Um, so, outside of Heaps Decent, or Heaps mm-hmm. Decent, what, what do you do? I am one half of a duo called Setmo, which we make kind of, uh, we make house music. It's kind of crossover-y, friendly radio house music. We haven't put a swear word in a track yet. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Heaps Decent, by the way. <laughs> uh, perfect match. Yeah, so I do that, um... That's pretty much, that's me at the moment. I'm just focusing and on that. And you've been DJing now for, like, how long now? Eight years, I reckon. How old am I? Yeah, like, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. When did you start DJing? started DJing at... How old are you? <laughs> Candy's, Candy's apartment, I think. The back room at Candy's apartment. Like, my first vivid DJ memory. That's a pretty good first gig, though. Yeah. At Kenny's apartment. Yeah. That's not like the Rudy Hill RSL or something. Nah. Well, shortly after that, I started doing my local RSL, Epping RSL. That was where I, you know, put in the put in the. This is yards. what I wanted to get to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is how I bought my decks and my speakers, just grinding every Wednesday night. What music were you playing? Oh, uh, it, it was pretty good. I got to play whatever I wanted, really. Like, I'd get whatever I was feeling on the week. I, I probably wasn't the most appropriate DJ for a uni night at an RSL, but, like, sometimes i go a bit balearic and play, like, Cosmic Disco, and everyone would just sit there going, well, what is this music? But, no, I don't know, a bit of everything. It was really good. It Like, that's where I learned to mix hip-hop and kind of all these different styles. So, it's good. And how long did it take for you to start making music? Uh, I was lucky enough to be going to high school with Cassian, who was getting some hot tips from the bag raiders. <laughs> so, like, whenever he was doing stuff, I was at his place, just kind of watching him, learning everything that he was learning, and then trying to take it home and, like, calling him, being like, how did you do that? What What's this, like, what's this compressor thing do? So, yeah, that was kind of, like, that was my introduction, and then I just took it from there. That's a pretty good introduction. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then you came to heaps decent. You had to start making everything. Pretty much, yeah. learned to make trap real, real quick. And what else? <laughs> um, bit of like Jay Dilla kind of jazzy beats. That was that was a tricky one, uh, coming from like straight up house music. But man, everything made everything. We made Gabba tracks, um, dubstep tracks, whatever you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just gonna just ask you one one question because you're kind of almost like like alumni you know what i mean you've been doing it for a while um what are probably some of the best funniest craziest 
moments to put you on the spot and trying to think of them now with heaps decent yeah with heaps decent well one springs straight to mind it was our first trip out to Wilcania with you and christy and i think it was just the three of us i don't know if Wilcania. i don't know if i've said where Wilcania is Wilcania's two hours or 200 k's outside of broken hill we travel been traveling there for like three or four years now yeah it's like a community of about six is it 600 i'm not too sure six, i think it's about 600 it's probably 80 percent um indigenous so it's it's pretty remote i think from sydney if it takes about the flights and the driving alone takes about like six hours just just to get there and it's still in new south wales so just just. yeah it's like a thousand k's from sydney but um anyway so anyway yeah so so this first trip we'd um we'd done a full day of workshops and it was kind of exciting and i like the one thing about volcano because there's no light pollution you can see like the stars like never before so I was like, oh, I kind of want to go. You can see the Milky Way. Let's go out of the town. And, uh, and you and Christy made up some story about how, like, there's this initiation thing. We've got to go down this road. We're driving down. I'm like, oh, where are we going, guys? What's, what's going on here? And then you're like, oh, just hop out of the car. And then before I know it, you guys drove off and left me, like, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in a pretty remote, uh, remote place. It was kind of sketchy. So then I was like, they're joking. And then a few minutes passed and I realized I went joking and I had to run down. They didn't drive away too far, but like far enough that I was running pretty quickly by the time I caught up to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do that again to someone. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. One last question or one last thing. Any, any particular song or something that, you know, that you've been, because you've made... A lot of songs for mm-hmm. Heaps Decent <laughs> with students from Heaps Decent. And do you have like a, a song, a favorite song? Um, I, and and maybe why? Okay, so there's one. Man, Rav ZP was amazing. I love that thing. But there's one that I think you made it for Foul called Cookie Jar. Do you remember that? Did you make? I didn't that? make that. Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure who made it. I love that song. Oh, really? I was I was like playing that in DJ sets and stuff. Oh, sick. Yeah. What I about one that, that you've made though? Oh. Sorry, there's a lot of songs to think over. Yeah, right I know. Now, I can't. Uh, I can't really think of one. Don't be like my <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to that. We'll come back, we'll to, come that. back to that. I don't want to play a favorite. You know, they're all good. Uh well, but maybe one means more to you. You know. I think the reason I like Cookie Joe is because I didn't. I I got to watch it happen. Rather than being part of the process, I got to like just see it kind of, I, I remember Fowl sitting down and like scribbling in his pad or on his phone or whatever. And then like, then there was this amazing song that just kind of happened at home base that I had nothing to do with. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll play Cookie Jar. Yeah. Let's play Cookie Jar. Hip hop, hip hop, a race. 
How many mics do we rip on the deli? Many money, say me see many, many, many Get ready, old school like rock steady Do them dope just like Eddie And be the rude boy from the badland With the master plan, consume the whole industry Just like quicksand Assalamu alaikum, Arabian nights Man and Prince Young Grass, where he know he nice Decent legend here, uh, Ravin. What up? Hey man, how are you going? I'm very well. How are you? I'm tired. Yeah? That rain was killing me. Yeah, it's not very pleasant no. outside right now. No. no, no. But we're inside now. It's cozy. <laughs> you got your jumper on. We're all chill. I need to take it off, man. <laughs> Mate, don't let me stop you. Um, where? Now, music for you yes. is like a pretty major part of your life, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you know where that all stems from? Where did that begin? Um, bro, it starts like when I was young. Um, I my I was like music was always being played in my house, so um, music I was I was always surrounded by music. Just I was always in it. Um, what sort of music? Um, my mom used to listen to like real like reggae stuff, like UB40, Venga Boys, and. Vanga Boys. Not, yeah, Vanga yeah. Boys too. That's not really reggae, but like nah. <laughs> that type of like clowny vibe. Uh-huh. Um, then my brothers used to listen to hardcore rap like Tupac and Westside. Mm-hmm. So I was like really in- influenced by that. I, I didn't like, I didn't really like it. There's too much bounce in it. I like New York stuff more. Yeah. So um, my style comes from New York. Yeah, like, but I tell. Yeah. But I, I, I grew up on Westside. Um, I like, Cla- classical stuff some classical stuff i like all, all music i just i grew up on rap like really grew up on it like real real gangster rap type of thing mm-hmm. but Sick. that's not where i come from so i didn't rap about it so yeah. yeah 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 cool so like i guess if you had to name some of your major influences yeah uh oh man like Tupac, Nas, jay-z yeah easy that's it it's cliche everyone says that but it's true like Tupac, Nas, jay-z you can like yeah, I I listened to them a lot when I was young. So sick. Yeah. What are some some of like? Do you have a particular? Was there particular songs? You know what I mean by those guys? Oh that man. Really, you know. Yeah, yeah. That really struck a chord with you. Um. And maybe why? Why did they? What? What? What made them? F- feel me because I'm like I grew up on kind of I don't know a lot of disco, and then my brother listened to heaps of more dance music stuff so i'm like i'm not from a hip-hop place oh, okay. at all oh, really? so maybe yeah. maybe you can educate me a little maybe. bit okay i used to think listen to blink 182 because they used to talk about going to backyard parties with you know <laughs> girls and like that that's, that's that was buzz's line the whole like teenage backyard, backyard parties and girls no it wasn't like that. um <laughs> you know, like you know a, what i mean so it's, it's like, like a teenage dirtbag thing that's I guess so, yeah you know that's that's what i know so that's the music i listen to oh, okay so. mm. all right um, I I come off as a soft dude. I don't know. I get that a lot. Like I am like not sensitive, sensitive, but I I can be like very You're a caring guy. Yeah, I, I guess you like so. poetry. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's the, there we are. Yeah, the poetry thing. Um, yeah. So like because I'm into that, I was into that from a real young age. Like into like writing deep things and stuff. Just like writing deep thoughts. I was going through a lot when I was young with my family and stuff. Like um. So I had, lo- I had a lot to say, just I didn't know how to say it. I was in like a position where I, I'm young, I'm the youngest like brother, so... Of how many? Of like four. Okay. Oh, six actually. Yeah. And um, you're, you're, like, you're young, your opinion is does not matter. Like, yeah. So like I couldn't really talk, so I had to, I, I had to get it out there. The only way I could like 
put my opinion out in in a way where no one can actually like like listen to it and say anything about it was writing and would you show anyone what you wrote or was it more just for you to, it was like, for me to write yeah just it for was you for to, me to see yeah, yeah yeah it yeah. wasn't for anyone to read uh-huh. but um from that like i kept writing i kept writing and their music is like playing while i'm writing and yeah eventually like wow like that beat is cool can i rap like let's try that out then i started to listen to biggie that's why th- yeah I-, I like all of them but like biggie was a dude that i listened to to be like like he, he's making real sense of how easy he's rhyming it's real sick flow but it's actually real simple the way he flows and mm-hmm. the rhythm that he was like rapping at it was like juicy i think and i was writing stuff and juicy played and i was like this, this could work and th- like that depth in, th- in the writing i kind of like transferred into into like beats and stuff cool man well let's uh why don't we play yeah juicy play this album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me i never amount to nothing to all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. So good, and all the niggas in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> all yeah. so good, baby, baby. Yeah. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight, cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick Capri. Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Uh. Personal with Robin Leach, and I'm far from cheap. I smoke soap with my peeps all day. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. The Moet and Alize keep me pissy. Girls used to diss me, now they write letters cause they miss me. I never thought it could happen, this rapping stuff. I was too used to packing gats and stuff. Now, honeys play me close like butter play toast. From the Mississippi down to the East Coast, condos and queens in dough for weeks. Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak. Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa Got two rides, a limousine with a chauffeur Phone till about 2 G's flat No need to worry, my accountant handles that And my whole crew is lounging Celebrating every day, no more public housing Thinking back on my one room shack Now my mom pimps a act with me on the back And she loves to show me off, of course Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce we used to fuss when the landlord dissed us No heat, wonder why Christmas missed us Birthdays was the worst days Now we sip champagne when we thirsty uh, Damn right I like the life I live Cause I went from negative to positive And it's all And if you don't know, now you know, nigga uh. Uh, uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Representing B-Town in the house. Julie Mafia, Math Label. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I.
classic right here. Juicy by Biggie. I went through a lot of like um writing and scrapping it, like scrapping the paper and throwing it away, writing, scrapping, writing, scrapping. I went through a lot of that. Um, I think yeah, that's important. You just got to write to kind of refine your craft, right? Yeah, yeah. So I went through a lot of that. I was around. I saw. I started writing poetry at nine. It was all crappy, but I tried. Uh, around eleven, I was good at it, and then like thirteen, I was alright. I stopped and like. Uh, I took it real serious at like 15, 16. What were you writing? What your poetry? What were you writing about? Um, just family stuff, man. I was going through a lot, like, um, like you were telling us a, a story. Yeah, about yeah, it? yeah. Like, like, cause like I, a story about about your family. I'm a conscious dude. Like, I'm I like uh, I come from a real Christian family, so, um, I th- I overthink. I think a lot. Sometimes I overthink so much that I don't actually do anything. So I'm like full thinking, thinking, I'm just standing there thinking and I'm realizing that I'm not even doing it. Like I'm thinking too much, not doing anything. So that's the type of dude I am. And a lot of that thinking was was like, was that, was just dwelling in like like Christian like expectations and just what my family were doing. I come from a good family. I, kind of, I come from a family that believe in good things, but um, just my family weren't doing, my, like my older brothers weren't doing like the most, smartest things and yeah so it like really yeah, it was hard it was really hard just a bit of like inner conflict you didn't yeah know, yeah yeah you had like your role models kind of uh, uh, doing these things yeah exactly you so feel a, what, a bit wrong or whatever yeah and, yeah yeah it's tough so it, it is it is like when yeah like you're trying to i don't know it's hard to <laughs> I, I, I like i like how you said that that was your that was your outlet and you kind of you weren't even trying to rap you were just writing yeah. to a beat so when did you start actually uh, rapping when did you start kind of you know <sighs> saying it out loud rather than just writing it down uh, around like I tried it at 13 failed then um, I took it real serious at like 15 mm-hmm. and by 16 I was getting better and then we rapping like just to yourself yeah yeah because yeah. like, no at 13 i rapped to a friend and he was like bro you sound crap i'm like well thank you for that <laughs> no <laughs> does he know me no 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 like this <laughs> when I first, lives. When I, yeah no nah, i was when i first started and i was like i was just writing and he was like no nah, don't do that don't rap bro come on don't do that and i was like oh, whatever so i started I kept writing then mm-hmm. I, I practiced real silently i didn't so i didn't tell anyone and um i came like 16 15 i showed him again he was like well okay you got something then and um well this is this is kind of like you know you telling us how i guess you first came to heaps decent and oh yeah yeah you first started getting your raps heard yeah yeah, yeah. right it was, yeah it was so you get to 16 you're like yeah, you're more confident yeah as yeah. a rapper yeah you're you're hanging out with kurt yeah i've been for a little while and yeah and that's right that's what it was and i was i was hanging out with kurt and kurt knew um foul and medicine uh-huh that uh, was on our first show. He was in that one, Manor. Yeah. 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 So it was he was like good friends with them, and um, he was telling me about them. Um, the secret about rappers, yeah, when when someone when a rapper is actually good and he thinks he's good, he knows it. Like always, he always mm-hmm. knows he's good. Like he like play this hump. Like no matter how humble he is, if he's good, he knows he's good. So like I'm actually a humble dude, but I I know I slaughter I will slaughter rappers. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> No, I, you're the hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's you, just how we, it's true. It's yeah, true. So yeah. It's, and that's that's how that was um something that me, Mono, and and Adam had like we had like this like they heard about me and I heard about them. I went there and like Mon, like Mono always denies it, but he was giving me mad dirties. Like he was like really looking at me like who's this kid? Who's this kid? I'm like I'm not even just trying to be like that. But if you want to like I'll speak <laughs> for you later. <laughs> no, it's exactly what happened though. Although like he was like looking at me, I was like I'll speak for you, don't. I? And then um, Natasha, you know, you remember uh-huh. Natasha, right? She came down and she was like, oh, can you like rap for us? I was like, yeah, where's Mono? Mono was like walking in. I'm like, yeah, wait, wait, wait. He sits down. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I recorded that. Oh, no, did you really? Yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then he heard. And like after that, I got to know him. We met. And me, Kurt, Adam, and Mono, we really vibed from that point on. And we formed like a little, we formed our group, Sierra. And it's really just expanded all over the place. So funny, I remember going back, I remember recording that first song. Life on the shine. couch. Yeah. And I was like in typical like just work mode, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cool, record it, yeah, yeah, good. Oh, okay, okay, that was really good. I man. remember that. Cool, cool. And then like I played it to a mate, you know, you my mate, a mate says from Primo Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Who like writes about hip hop. He's like, dude, this kid, like, he's really good. I'm like, really? 
like yeah man like he's really good you should like yeah this guy writes for like well rest in peace primo mag but writes rip up bag and he was like you should you should wow. listen to this and i'm like oh all right then all right <laughs> look at us now look how many songs we've made yeah um i'm just gonna just uh we'll play one of your songs but i'm gonna let you choose which song we're gonna talk about like oh, how it was made I, so I, pick 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 you know pick any song that we have made together something to prove something to prove and you want me to sample that outcast yeah right you know what's funny that's like my name like in in my area outcast Hmm. i won't ask why (laughs) (laughs) oh it was simple because like my name's ravindra it's like indian yeah yeah so like when i was in high school like teacher would be like ravindra i'm like yeah yeah hi hi here and then kids would look at me like what what's that like your aunt or what's what's the name like i'm half indian like wow really that's really weird and like people in my area aren't too nice when i was in year seven like kids were not nice to me like the whole curry bashing thing really existed in my school so i copped it a lot so the outcasting like came along with that so it was just corny stupid things but i actually kept the name that's why like some tracks you hear me say cast or outcast or something like that yeah yeah Mm. i've heard that yeah yeah but well okay well something to prove yeah. How that, how'd that come up? Well, you you gave me the sample. Yeah. So, and I'm guessing the lyrics are coming from what you're just talking about, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. The the title of the song, like, it covers, like, basically, it, like, the whole song, if you listen to it, it's all about, like, little situations or scenarios where I feel I have to prove myself. Um, there's like a little sense of religion in it. There's a little sense of a girl that I that I messed up with, and I need to prove my prove that I'm not that dude. Um, I need to prove to like to God maybe that I'm I'm trying to be some dude. Like I'm trying to be better. I need to like prove that. Just like even like things that I go through with addictions and stuff like that. I need to prove that I can't. I can get over them. I need to prove that. So all that whole song is like me so, like having things to prove that I need to prove to myself and. That's what that song is about. It was, it was, it was little like I, I, li- I really like that song. Like, the writing process for that was real easy because like it was just really like me venting to to myself basically. And where did we make that? Did we do it at, at Redfern Community Center? Nah. Um, Studio Pizzetto. Yeah. Next door to Stu. Yeah. Yep. In um, Broken Hill good House. Old Broken Hill House. That might. Yeah, I think. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, we'll play something to prove. Okay. Yeah. Yo, they had a brother on the scene Smoking heavy green cone filled to the top like fiends Elders only used to pop bottle and swallow it full throttle Dizzy in my city, they reek of it till tomorrow But back then we were coming up Now I'm up and coming, I'm a diamond in the rough Only cause I'm shining in the city getting dark I'm reminiscing the incident, I knew when it was enough Well, so a brother off on the interstate Living with my brother and my sister City clean cut, uh, they pick me up Not a minute late, and I'm busy fighting as a renegade Anyway, spend time trying to fight these Demons in my head, yo, I might just See a missionary, he gon' tell me I ain't righteous Penetrate my spirit just to leave it in a crisis Oh Lord, check, tell me how I'm gon' last I believe what I'm doing, they say it's the wrong path Who the hell are you criticizing what I do when I do Hanging out late with no curfew, like damn my sister know what's the plan, don't give a damn what I'm planning I'm hanging out with the fam, complaining in my head until it's over Yeah, only cause a brother straight sober, I told ya Boy I hate that feeling, knowing almighty could erase that feeling Show it all now to her that you got feelings Got me reaching like a sucker, like she really gon' feel it Well, uh, well it's on to the next one Please lord help me, never ever disrespect one I was getting good till the liquor got me flexed on I was in love till liquor made me forget her I checked her it was checkmate, chess is a game, I'm a player in effect, wait, uh Still man, blame liquor, lose the girl of your dreams and your soul leave with it one time For a minute while lighting the moves, clap with me like the lightning do I'm chilling in the city, brother ain't got nothing to do But I got something to prove Excuse me for a minute while lighting the moves, clap with me like the lightning do Chilling in the city, brother ain't got nothing to do But I got something to prove I said excuse me, it's looking like there's something in the room it's hella dark in here Thought that I was clean, but it seems that I'm high off the fumes getting sparked in here 
But nah, I ain't tripping, man. There's really something in here. That thin line saying, stay sober, I'ma get there. It's like one less ciggy in the mouth. Hoping one less straight bottle going south. Man, it's been a month since I last smoked tree. And it's been a few since my last MD. You wouldn't believe I've been sipping codeine with my squad. So that old girl, I was straight dog to her heart. But uh, you never really loved me anyway. Now you only wanted me for your resume. I figured while your friends came round, trying to show them that you hanging with a big boy now, uh. I think a brother had to bounce for myself. Baby, I ain't for your show and sell. Maybe had strong feelings like the shots I was taking. But you gon' pass out, wake up, and it's fading, uh. And that's real, I ain't sorry anymore. Counting on my flaws, wasn't playing games, I was taking time choosing. Honey, you could tell me who's a loser. Self doubt, cross that out, cause I'm the one. No winners, I'm straight sinning on Christ's blood. Add it all up, I'm leaning on spirit, I'm kicking liquor cause I'm dizzy No, I can't be religious, how that relate? Throwing guilt and pain up in the bar and give it up to the Lord cause he done paid for it all I'm looking at my baggage and I'm checking its weight Then I'm looking back at my faith, can it carry the weight? Uh, and trust issues leaving holes in the heart Please feel it, I'm sick of feeling alone in the dark Never meant to hurt you but I know I wounded deep But compared to the Lord I ain't trying to compete It's like, lose me for a minute while I lighten the moves Clap with me like the lightning do I'm chilling in the city, brother ain't got nothing to do but I got something to prove Excuse me for a minute while I lighten the moves Clap with me like the lightning do Chilling in the city, brother, ain't got nothing to do But I got something to prove Excuse me for a minute while I lighten the moves Clap with me like the lightning do I'm chilling in the city, brother, ain't got nothing to do But I got something to prove Excuse me for a minute while I lighten the moves Clap with me like the lightning do Chilling in the city, brother, ain't got nothing to do But I got something to prove And that last track was something to prove by the guy we have in the studio right now, Ravin. Welcome back to Heaps Decent on FBI Click. Uh, we're here Japan. with <laughs> Ravin. <laughs> We've uh, just heard a little bit about your influences, what what got you into the game. Yeah. So where are you at now? Um, I sort of I sort of took a break from it. Not to like a break that I I chose on. I chose to have. I just like. I got really caught up. I'm like, I'm like I said, I'm 20, so there's a lot of things I got to sort out. You're living and life. No, yeah, well, I'm living life, more experiencing it. <laughs> when I say experiencing, I mean in a way where it was hard, like just dealing with the past few things I've been dealing with for the past few months. So I kind of had to like slow down on music a bit, and um, but now nah, like I'm set. Like I have, I have material. I do have material. Like me, and, like me and Buzz have been working. We just I haven't. I don't even. I'm not even sure whether you actually wanted me to like drop any of that, or you just wanted me to hold it. Like, Ooh, so I got yeah. like, I have like. Good. I can. Yeah. I can hold the yeah, tracks. Yeah, you did. Up. You heard it here first. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, radio breaking those exclusives <laughs> from Sydney's hottest rappers. <laughs> yeah, like I got like twelve tracks ready. They're, Sick. They're legit. I can't. Oh, not an EP album. No, I don't. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> um. Uh, other than that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm getting back into it now. So like, Sick. yeah. I mean, if anything, even if you're not, if you don't feel like you're writing, or whatever, you know, you haven't been sitting down and writing. You said you're experiencing life, which is just gonna help exactly more yeah. with writing. So exactly, yeah. You know, if you sit in the studio all day, you have no experiences to talk about. Yeah, well, I was working the whole time, so I, I didn't know what was so like inspirational about coffee. So man, I love coffee. I do too, I do too. But like that was all I was doing. I was really busy, and I had like, I ha- I was balancing like, um, traineeships for youth work and. And I really wanted to tell you to the nicest way possible, quit, and keep doing music. But I couldn't. Did you really? To, I couldn't come into your work and say, "Hey, man, you should quit your job and keep." Did you really music. do that? They were like, yeah, you came in a few times. Yeah, I came, oh yeah, I wasn't gonna tell you to to quit. You just didn't like my coffee. No, I did like your coffee. I did like, that's oh, you make good coffee? Yeah, oh, decent, I guess. Mm. Yeah, decent, no, Red yeah. makes Red makes a good pickle, you know? It's decent. But, but um, no, I just wanted to say don't spend your whole time. You know, you're going to have plenty of years. Like, and look, people becoming youth workers is a great thing because a lot of people need help. But I just wanted to tell you that I think I've told you this a million times, man. You really want to inspire people. You do well at what you want to do, right? True. Like... You know, there's much more chance that someone's going to see you making a great song 
and go, you know what? I don't want to get drunk tonight. Or whatever. Got a really good point there. I want a really good point I, there. I, if, if, look, Ravin's from my hood. <laughs> if he can do it, if he can do it, if he can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? And, and like, look, man, if you want to be a youth worker, I, I'm not going to say that's a bad idea. I mean, that's, a, that's a great thing. Yeah. But if you want to help people, you should probably make music. You know what I mean? I do. So, to get, to get serious for a bit. So, but, but you did make a good uh, coffee. And I enjoyed all of those coffees that I used to have on my lunch break between Campbelltown and Lidcombe well. every week. Uh, I asked you actually a question. I want to ask you this before because I, I, like, I like hearing these. Some highlights of being involved with Heaps Decent. Like what are some, you know, some of the... They can be funny. They can be inspiring. Wow. They can, you can tell Stu about when he was like late nah it was like, there was one that was it was too long the night before or yeah. something i don't know Never there's a lot <laughs> i thought there was a lot but there was one with you um it was life don't shine i record it was a i recorded i had just written like the first verse i only re- wrote one verse and um I, I wasn't done with the song yet but like i but like, every, like you know one thing about home base was every time i went in there i always felt the pressure to work like to do something that's oh. Timebase is just the weekly session where you run at uh, Redfern Community Center. Yeah, nice three to six. Three to Monday. six, they um, have a music job and they let us use it, which is really cool. But yeah, it on. is. No, every time I went in there, from the first time I went in there, every time I went in there, I felt it was business, like straight, like don't sit down. Um, Makes it sound really scary. It's, 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 not a, scary. it's a very inviting it's so, fun it, No, it is. It's important <laughs> though. Like when I first came in, I was like... Stu and I don't mess around, mate. Yeah, no, but that's that's the good thing about it. When I come in, I'm, I'm, I'm either like writing or I'm sitting there listening to someone talk about something. Like I'm trying to really peep what you guys are up to. So um, one time I came in, it was like one of my first times. I don't know. It was... I, I, I don't remember. Early on. It yeah, was it early was early on. on. And um, I came in and I... I was like partially done with Life Don't Shine. And um I remember I, I spat this I spat the first verse, uh I spat the second one and it was like sloppy as and like you made you really like bro, you you, you said to me, it was so bad, the, the second verse was so bad and, and like not it didn't relate to the to the first verse that you were like to me, dude, do you even write like you were like really like questioning me, like do you even like are you even a storyteller? Like do you even rap properly? Like do you even write properly? And I was like and I was like real like broken like did he really just say that to me like I thought you were supposed oh, to help me bro like man. <laughs> and I was like oh wait I wasn't supposed to say that eh no that's fine <laughs> keep talking keep talking put, no, a, no, no. put a positive yeah. Touch yeah. yeah yeah and it was like nah but um I, and I was like wow like that that really just happened and um I, it was important though it, I really needed to hear that because it was true and I, I went home I, I, I rewrote the second verse I rewrote the, the third came back and that song is like one of my. It was one of like people really like that song, especially for my area. Like my area, people listen to that song, and they like. I've gotten so many like comments on Sick. it, like yeah. telling me that bro, that song relates to me so much. That's what I go through. Like I, I really need to hear that. So like if, not to sound corny and like oh bro, I, oh, no, it's it is real like important feedback that I that I heard that. So it, when you say that home base is a cool place, like it's honest as well. So. That's what you're gonna need. Been breaking balls since 2000 and I don't know how long it's been going <laughs> for. I came in 2000, like early 2013, maybe late 12. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, sick. We're gonna have to play that song now. Like we have to. Life don't shine. Where have been? Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of my image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past that It's not right Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of your image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past that Been there almost 20 years Making messes of life lessons Never passed the class I was broke, paid attention Then I go and break into the mall And get arrested But the floors were unattended 
so flaws were all detected It's funny we each selected a different path to choose And your mistake was always thinking we was made to follow rules Second was to go and gamble, trust you always lose Then hear a lot of lies but who you asking for the truth Before you choose and had to act Demons that I wrestle with, folding under pressure Only showing that I stress a bit but they will understand Never fit the shoes, yo Picky folding sizes, obvious it ain't for you So I'll wear it Blood, sweat, and tears gotta bear it Then you can bring your gavel to the Pope But you can share what I've seen Do I got anything to show for it? Street stick man a dream, would you go for it? Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of my image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past that It's not right Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of your image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past death yeah. Same mistakes, I even spoke a different past Either crazy or I'm lazy, I just really wanna last Fear and falling off, yo, I could really crash and burn I could be a single wonder, I just really need to learn Tripping off the hardship, mother said she was starving Helen said it was true, so here I am getting started Keep on messing it up, got weed and drink in the cup Got a running job with the dealers, you answer and say what's up I gotta think it through, money on my mouth Pick a roll, never know what'll follow tomorrow Sorrow maybe regret, temporary happiness Feeling blessed, got a lot of errors on my test Get the few things off the chest Like this passion is a sin Less passion to Christ in this heaven You getting in years later Growing into a degenerate Degenerate with etiquette And yo, I have that much, it's evident Feeling like none of us getting busy Lethargic, weed get you crazy, don't start shit Getting very paranoid, mother getting worried Got a very cunning mind, my mother could tell you stories yeah, yeah, it really could be embarrassing Wait against your sins before you make the comparison Live your traditions, we're here to make our own Gotta use our brain stiff and trying to get headstrong There's a balance and a problem, put your chest out and handle it I'm trying to kick the cush, watching Kevin Randleman I'm one to handle it They tell me regular scripture reading and prayer is supposed to be adequate But it should make a lot of sense, always getting to my conscience Want a reputation messing with drugs, guns, and nonsense The consequences, mind stress, that's more stress I try to stay blessed Yeah, try to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of my image, get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas like I'm way past that It's not right, try to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of your image, get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas like I'm way past death yeah. Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of my image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past that It's not right Trying to tell me street lights don't shine Cause it'll shine for a minute And then you wasting your time Paint a picture of your image Get my paintbrush wet Paint a council on this canvas Like I'm way past that Yeah So We did this the first show Yeah With uh, Mano and Adder We just Or oh, Razo Cool And yeah. Big Adder you made them do a freestyle on the spot, and we didn't yeah. tell them about it. So, now we're going to do the same to you. Can I go a cappella? Oh, well Whoa. then. Oh, I can't say no to that. Who <laughs> Let's just do that then. Why are you All so, right. so happy for help? Yeah. Well, that was a surprise. I was like, that's, that's gutsy. All right, so, <coughs> you rather, you rather go a cappella? You don't want to beat? Yeah, that's fine. All right, well, whenever you're ready. All right. <clears throat> A brother feeling hopeless. I just want to live a little, constantly checking on whether you're thinking about me and judge me to your friends and tell me that you deserve opportunity just to vent while I'm hopeless. I used to be the dude who's staying listen. I changed into the same dude eluding you with some betrayal to reap guilt, lose you. I swear it got me hopeless. Nah, I ain't answering any calls, like leave me the hell alone. I atone for my goddamn sins all alone. Suckers trying to lend a hand with a camera, show me to help the hopeless. Uh. I played on a girl and regret it And now she's sick of it and she get it She used to be real forgiving And why ain't making the letters But trust me, I'ma get it Cause I'm hopeless So I'ma bring clarity Out of something that's happening Never meant to deceive But a good heart Either bring negativity Or a bunch of believers To the peeps outside Mind your own damn business Nobody adding your wisdom 99.9% .9 of all of the nonsense Usually made up of your opinion Yeah, haven't been me too much Haven't been in church over 10 damn months I'm back trying to get on track Missionary be saying you a good kid With demons up on your back Like, whoa, let me catch me some holy ghost Need growth for my seed Been cutting at my beliefs So listen, no, I've been messing up bad But I'm sure I'm the best that you suckers have ever had Like, oh, that was it Do we need to be? I did that wrong too That was like messed up in so many ways 
Alright, cool. Um, thanks, Rev. So, this, on our third week, this week's Heaps Decent alumni, oh, he, he started the charity <laughs> with Nina, we have Levens, aka Andrew Levens. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Fellow alumni. <laughs> so, outside of Heaps Decent, what do you do? Um, Everything. Yeah, I change, I change <laughs> my mind about my career once every six months. Uh, I always DJ and I always put on parties. And um, I have owned a restaurant at, at, at one point. Um, I, and I, was, I was head chef in that restaurant for about three and a half years uh, called The Dip. But that closed uh, two years ago when um, I had, had a baby. Um, and uh, so I'm a dad and a DJ and I'm also a writer. I write um, food writing and like, uh, you know, I try to be funny and, and write it down and sometimes people publish it. It's cool. Yeah, cool. Um, just maybe just to backtrack a bit, because you did, you know, start Heaps Decent with Nina, mm-hmm. maybe you can just tell us a little bit about how it started. So back then, it was like 2007, um, Nina and I, well, actually, no, Nina was, Nina had a full-time job at Triple J um, or, you know, permanent part-time or whatever. She had, she had actual work and, and was DJing a little bit on the side. And all I was doing was, was this is the heyday. This is like, this was good times to be, a, to be a, like, a, you know, just an okay DJ because for whatever reason, everyone suddenly needed millions of DJs and there were literally only a hundred of us that could play the uh, electro stuff that everyone wanted in clubs. So it was, you know, pretty easy to get by only working like two nights a week. And uh, I mean, Nina kind of kicked my ass a bit about, you know, doing something productive on the days that I wasn't working. And I definitely wanted to do something that, that was bigger than just, you know, dicking around in my... Uh, Working. So, yeah, screwing around in, in you know, <laughs> uh, uh, at, at my house, you know, reading comic books and, and listening to music and that kind of thing. So um, when uh, when Diplo first toured Australia, um, he came out here with MIA and I met him very, very briefly. And then he came out again and, and played the Mandarin Club and I supported him. Um, and we got talking and he a big a big part of it was just he didn't see much local music being supported in, in, in nightclubs when he was in Australia, especially Aboriginal music. Um, and he asked why, why that was, you know, a factor in clubs, why, why it was so hard to come, to come by. I didn't really have a good answer for him. So, um, I kind of, he, he, he expressed the desire to try and, I guess, you know, make some music with different local communities when he next came to Australia. And so when he came back in 2007, we, Nina and I um, helped tee that up with um, with the, with Emily York, who had, who had brought Diplo back out. And um, Nina, I, I got in touch with because she was a really good friend, and her mum, Janine Agzarian, um, was the principal of a juvenile justice centre at Wagga Wagga, which is an all boys detention centre. And um, so we basically like like Diplo did like a, a week in Manangrida in Northern Territory, um, which is incredible, self-sustaining community. Um, and that was a really amazing experience f- for him. And then we brought him back to Sydney and then made him drive six hours with us to Wagga Wagga and hang out in a, in a jail for kids for a week. But that was also an absolutely incredible experience, both for, for, for Diplo, but also for Nina and I, because it made us realize like, wow, you know, we were able to put this together with an extremely tiny amount of resources. Like he did like a little fundraiser sideshow that helped um, pay for some of the some of the charity work that he did mm. while he was here. And then, um, but Nina and I realized that, you know, it wouldn't take much for us to continue doing this kind of work on and off. Um, Diplo left us some gear that we that we used in the, those, that first year of workshops, and we ran a fundraiser party here or there, and we put a lot of our own money in, you know, renting a space or um, traveling to various places to try and continue workshops. Diplo kept um, helping us out with by hooking us up with uh, different artists that he knew that were coming out here, like Spank Rock when they first came out, um, MIA. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's so many radio clip. Um, a track, yeah. I mean, like they're like, and, and you know, and because Nina and I were DJs, we were we were seeing those guys anyway, and they just knew that that was what we did um, when we could. So a lot of them were, you know, really excited by the idea of of, of contributing to Heaps Decent. So it was those first few years. It was it was almost like you know, it was more about the collaboration side of of getting someone 
um, who are big and international to come and, and make music with, with young people that don't have the resources that we're used to in the city, growing up in the city. So, you know, even though they didn't really know who's Bangkok or MIA or Diffley worked, Diffley were, you know, they, they were, they were equal, just as impressed that they knew that they'd met Snoop Dogg before then, yeah. or maybe almost as impressed that this person had met Snoop Dogg <laughs> than if we actually brought Snoop Dogg there. But, um, you know, I mean, it, it, and there, there were really, really fun times, you know, it felt like every, every month or two we would do a big trip or a big, a big series of workshops where we would take a, an international artist to, um, to make, make music with young people. Um, but, you know, in, in, the, in the years since then, it's kind of became more about, less about doing those big, media um because i'll get a lot of attention pitchfork would write about those workshops and things like that and it became a lot about making a song that we could then put out there as heaps decent and i'm really proud that like you know i love that we, we started that way but i'm really proud that we heaps decent kind of became less about that side of it and more about sustainability and and finding a core group of um of sydney-based producers and writers and musicians that could um, contribute to workshops as regularly as possible, yourself being one of them. Um, other people like Charlie Chucks and, you know, through the years, Joyride, um, KLP, Wax Motif. Um, there's, there's stacks. A lot of, a lot of your favourite Sydney DJs, especially ones involved with FBI, FBI yeah. and FBI Click, um, have, have been heavily involved in, in Heaps Decent over the years. And it's been, you know, really great strengthening friendships by doing this very unique kind of work and, and meeting so many young people that we've remained friends with and are Ravine's here in the room with us. And like, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a crazy thing to think that it, that it was just like, it, it started by chance because Diplo asked me a question in a club in 2006. It all starts in a club for heaps decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm sure. It starts in a club. I, I, it was after 3 a.m. too when he ah, asked me a question. You so. took my next joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the lockout laws were in place, heaps decent wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time we've touched on this today, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, cool. So I guess there's probably a lot, but some of your favorite memories... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like as you, Where as you, you I mean, you asked me, you asked me like half a question earlier, and I spoke for about ten minutes. So yeah, I mean, like it's, I've got way too many favorite memories. Um, um, some like landmark moments, I guess. You know, the first time that we, um, that first that first workshop, obviously with, with Diplo was was incredible. But the, when we returned to Wagga Wagga, returned to Riverina Juvenile Justice Center with A Track, that was the first really amazingly well run workshop that we ran it was like nina and i just firing on all cylinders everything worked really well with um the staff at the center and and a track was such a such a really giving person and um just was so 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 awesome working with him and he was so polite to the kids and like open and you know they were asking him so many questions and he was answering and giving them all so much time and you know making sure he recorded the best takes of all the, all the kids we were writing raps for in the center um so I was like, that was the first, like, wow, like, you know, a really great, proud moment. Um, that was like the first, like, not that Diplo made that song, but that was like the A-track song was like. Yeah, Anywhere but anywhere Here. We should definitely play that on, on today's show. That would be we'll cool. We'll play that one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, anywhere But Here is probably like, I, I think that my, that was my first, like, wow, this is actually a really, really great song that we, that we made. And, I, and one I still listen to and, you know, really proud of the verses. A lot of people don't realize that, like, I would say, I mean, I haven't been doing as many workshops in the last few years, but like of that input, the the out the heaps decent output from the first, you know, like four or five years, ninety five percent of the lyrics. I wrote about, I wrote a lot of those <laughs> lyrics, and like Boz will tell you that like one of the first rules that we that we, as as workshop facilitators <laughs> is you're not allowed to let anyone rhyme cool with school. <laughs> or um, my name is they can't start with like. Oh yeah, my name is, is something, and I'm from this place. So, <laughs> do, 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 do. But then we, you know. Then you hit you you hit those workshops with you know we started doing workshops with um, schools for children with behavioural problems and so then it was less about um, helping them be creative and more about keeping them occupied for <laughs> for like you know minutes at a time um, as they got to know us and got to trust us you know so those are, you, got, you you break your rules pretty quickly just as a way of like okay here's here's the, like, you know my name is this person I come from here I like to dance and that's it okay record go. Um, <laughs> I think that over the last like two years, we've probably played dinner time on FBI like ten times. Dinner time, well, dinner time. That was going to say that that my the proudest, my absolute favorite, heaps decent trip recording session and 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 song output is is the Will Kenya trip that was myself, Adam Bazzetto, um, 
Charlie Chucks and KLP. We all went to Wilcannia and um, it, it just was, you know, Wilcannia had been, I'd, I'd been once before, um, but it, as a kid, I grew up and listening to Triple J and I, and I heard the um, the um, Wilcannia mob, the song that Morganics recorded, um, Down River, because it was huge when I was in high school. It just got, it just got, they just blasted it. Down River was just, you know, everywhere for, for one summer. And it was a song that, that Morganics had recorded in Wilcannia with um, with kids that I've, like some of the kids I've actually met, they've grown up and, I'm, and they still live in Wilcannia. I've met Keith. Um, uh, you know, and, and it's a really, really unique sounding song. They're using didgeridoo and, and, and a pretty simple beat behind that, but it's really powerful, you know, and you, it's just the, these voices of the kids. And so, I mean, that was, it's an un- unavoidable kind of benchmark when you're working with Australian kids that that's going and make and trying to make hip hop, but that's going to be one of the things that you take such a huge impression from. So to finally be there, making music. I mean, the first time I went there, I was only there for one afternoon by myself and I recorded this awesome song called Central Kids um, with the Central High School, but I recorded it over the Teach Me How to Dougie Beat. Um, <laughs> but th- to then go back there with with Boz, who was able to, you know, make make beats with us. And I, I mean, it was such a, we were such a well-oiled machine by that point of, of like, you know, basically like going to somewhere we'd never been before, having 40 minutes with a, with a class full of young people that, you know, didn't really trust us, you know, and certainly didn't want to give us anything when they first met us. But, you know, you warm them up, like Boz makes the beat. I just write like a hundred verses. Charlie does the same. KLP, you know, and we all, we all helped, helped kind of each other like record and write. And then the other, one person would like help occupy everyone who'd already recorded or didn't want to record. It was, it was you know, it's, we, 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 we essentially became teachers um you know and, and I had to have, I had to put together lesson plans and that kind of thing but that that Wilcannia trip just finally making it there and you know knowing that we were going to come back again and again and again I think what well, heaps season has done about it's been at least three years three years of going there I have a friend there. I have a friend there now oh great yeah JB yeah so shouts to JB, shout to JB. <laughs> Justin Bieber quarterly for <laughs> quarter quarterly it'd be three years now at least I think we just got back like last week yeah I feel like it must be more than three years because maybe more yeah yeah um, but yeah I mean, you know it would be like nearing 20, 20 visits to Wilcannia and that was one of the biggest things when we were starting out that you know you don't want to be one of those organisations that go you know puts all their money and resources into going somewhere far away once and then never returns the important part is that you you keep going back and, and as you work and get to know the young people at these centres they you know, they, they get to know you better and they, and they and they are more outgoing and they, and they you know, they get better at, at writing and recording and you end up helping them put together something they can really be proud of. In the last few years, I've, I've kind of taken a step back from doing the workshop stuff and concentrated on the boring board stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great seeing Heaps Decent thrive from a facilitator point of view without me in it and watching people like yourself and, and other... I mean, we've got Stewie over here as well. Um, just, you know, facilitators, people that I, you know, I, I didn't know Stu before he was decent. And so I kind of got to know you through through facilitating workshops. So, you know, watching you do a really great job is, is one of the awesome thrills of, of running this little thing. Cool. All right, well, we'll play those songs.
Nini, <laughs>